OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me is just Mauer. Beep you. <laughs> you weren't ready for that. He wasn't near the microphone. <laughs> I was still making sure we were recording. Yeah, it's just Mauer and I because we have now a bad habit of recording right before the show needs to go up. <laughs> so, yeah. And we have a bad habit of getting the itis, as you put it, and you were unable to fulfill hosting needs after eating. You say you, say you like it wasn't a we. <laughs> that, was a, that was a team effort, man. Yeah, we ate too much. Way too much. It was good, though. So, but welcome to the Saturday show. If you're new around here, that's when we don't talk about the news, the new news. Yep, that's when we're going to talk about a topic. A topic. And since we've no. been on this breakdown kick. No. We figure we should keep that going. No. Well, we kind of need to, man. It's, no. it's, part of, it's part of the job. So we got Moon Knight out of the way, and now it's time to move on to the rest of the characters that are going to be reintroduced, like or Moon not Knight. reintroduced, introduced into the uh, MCU via these new Disney Plus shows. So with those shows, we know we're getting a Moon Knight show, we're getting a Miss Marvel show, we're getting... Uh, WandaVision. What, what's up? WandaVision. Wanda, well, yeah, all those, but the, the those we've known for a while, but there were a bunch of new shows that they just announced. Like Moon Knight. And, and, yeah, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and then, of course, the Jade Giantess, uh, She-Hulk. Moon Knight. So, so I've, well, we've done the Moon Knight one, so we're going we're gonna to stop saying Moon Knight, because that's, <laughs> that's over now. We did that. Are you sure? There's more Are you sure? Talk- you were there, man. We can talk <laughs> about Moon Knight more. I'm sure we will. No, now that there's a show on the way, you 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 might get sick of talking about Moon Knight. To be honest with you, we got a lot of a lot of stuff to go over as we get closer to that air date. This is going to be the real test. Is it possible to ruin your favorite characters by having to have too much of them? Yes, Deadpool is a prime example. You never got tired of him, though. Uh, I got tired of him during uh, the X Men Origins Wolverine run. <laughs> when, that one, when that was happening. Yeah, but that was a bad portrayal. That's like saying you stopped liking Daredevil when Ben Affleck was him. Well, I wasn't a big Daredevil fan to begin with, so. Right. Well, <laughs> let's talk about Green Jessica Jones. It's not Green Jessica Jones. It's the reverse. Jessica Jones is a non-green Jennifer Walters. Okay. That's how you have to say it. Put respect on that name. The copy of Bruce Banner. Kind of, but not really, because she is unique. So, um, well, first, let's just talk about her, the origin of Jennifer Walters, because it's a little unique compared to a lot of the other characters that are just kind of reskinned versions <laughs> of major characters. You know what I mean? Like, we've got a, like, a whole bunch of, you know, I don't want to call them copies, but they kind of are of, you know, classic characters. So you figure you got your Spider-Gwens and your Miles with Parker, and you've got your um, Bucky, your Falcon uh, for Cap, and then you've got uh, Jane Foster Thor for Thor. I mean, the list continues. There's just uh, Ironheart for Iron Man. 
Yes, and um, some of them make sense. Like when you replace Robin, like Batman needs a Robin. So when that Robin gets too old and changes to a new character, you know, it kind of makes sense for him to get a new Robin. Uh, but sometimes when it's just like this character's doing really well, uh, let's make another version of it so we can try and double those sales. Well, yeah, it reaches a broader audience. I get that. I mean, I understand the the need and the want for it, uh, but she predates all of this, you know, all new, all different Marvel that we've been going through recently, which, you know, take, uh, love it or hate it, some characters have been great, some have, you know, faltered a bit. You know, for for every, you know, Kamala Khan, we also have a Robbie Reyes. Uh, you know what I mean? And Robbie Ray is like, there are people who love him, but I would prefer the original over of that, that. Alejandra Jones, the female ghostwriter, is back. Oh, cool. She's oh, in that cool. new uh, Spirit of Vengeance Carnage book. So I know you remember me talking about, and this is completely off topic, when she wiped out that whole city because she thought she was getting rid of sin. Well, okay. she's there kind of paying penance, like mourning it, and Carnage is there. So, ooh. Speaking of like characters that were to get diversity, that's one of the ones that I think was doing well after you got a storyline for, but they just abandoned. They did not abandon She-Hulk. No, because She-Hulk is She-Hulk is is unique in my opinion as well. So let's just go into why she was created in the first place because I find that unique as well. So she's very similar to like a Harley Quinn. Is not a character that originated from the comics. Well. She's a- <laughs> Well, well oh, she did originate in the comics, but her, uh, the idea of her was not a comic thing. Right. She was not originally supposed to be a comic book character. The rush to make her one was on purpose. And I don't want to say out of spite, but it was a race for who got the, the rights to the character. You know who so, we have to thank for her? Who's that? The uh, well, $6 million woman. Oh, because <laughs> of the $6 million man. <laughs> that, that's, that's really what they were thinking about when those shows came out around the same time as Hulk. That's when so it started. The David Banner TV show Hulk was doing so well that they wanted to make a spinoff with a, a female Hulk. And Marvel got wind that that was going to happen. And when they found out, they tasked Stan Lee with creating She-Hulk and getting it to print so they would retain the rights and uh, the, you know, the company behind the David Banner Hulk show would now have the rights, as sold the sole rights to a Hulk-esque character. And David Banner was the Hulk. They just changed the first name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, you know why they changed his name? Because they thought Bruce was a little too effeminate. Yeah. They, 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 quote unquote, it sounded too gay. <laughs> like, wow. All right. I didn't know. So Bruce Wayne, I guess. <laughs> well, they had that problem with Bruce. That's one of the reasons that triggered it is because everybody thought Bruce Wayne was gay, which is why we got Batwoman. Was- well, right. But it was more him gallivanting with with Robin, not the name Bruce. Name like, Bruce was considered an effeminate name back in the day. Was it really? Yeah. That's hard for me to believe. Bruce. Like, like Bruce the shark, you know? Well, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That was the reason why you got Fish um, David friends, Banner. not food. Fisher friends, not food. Um, so yeah, so she, so Stan Lee created the first story, the sensational She-Hulk, or not sensational, that's later, Savage She-Hulk, Savage She-Hulk number one. And the, the quick breakdown of the story was she's the cousin of Bruce. They're just as smart, but where, you know, he went into the sciences. She went into law to become a lawyer. And while they were hanging out, she gets shot and mortally wounds, wounded. By a gangster. And, 
by gangsters. Yep, because of course it's gangsters. Let's yeah. let's get generic. <laughs> um, but anyway, they used a blood transfusion to save her uh, using uh, Bruce's blood, which then gave her the same radiated um, gamma radiated genes that he has. The only difference is she has the ability to control her powers. Now that came later. At first, it right. was just a anger and stress brought out the She-Hulk form, and she, she wasn't used- as strong at first. No. She was not. She still isn't. Let's be uh, let's be upfront with that. She's not Hulk. Like we found that out pretty clearly in World War Hulk <laughs> when she didn't last very long at all. <laughs> so, but uh, the whole idea was it was pretty cookie cutter for the most part that she would become the Hulk in in times of stress and she would use that persona when she felt more confident and she was stronger. So she would use that to settle problems that she couldn't as Jennifer Walters. So that's that's the the cookie cutter. Um, version of her character, like how she came about. And then that waxed and waned for a little bit. And then she eventually got the ability to change at will uh, into She-Hulk. And she also retains her intelligence, which is unique over Banner. And that was from Mr. Morbius helping her with a blood disease that she had. So, and it's cool that you brought Morbius in. Yeah. Of all all people to make an appearance. Yeah, I mean, who would... But when you think about it, Morbius, blood doctor, blood disease... Right. I'm just thinking more because of the popularity. True. Like, it's not a very, it's a pretty obscure character to throw in there. But, you know, <laughs> and it, like, I get throwing obscure characters into main books to kind of bolster their popularity, but she wasn't the most popular at the time. So, yeah, obscure. I love it. And she's been a part of Fantastic Four. She's been a part of the Avengers. Well, she a part of the Fantastic Four was a big run for her. She were, she was supposed to replace the Thing, and a lot she got a lot of notability through that. Like that that time period for uh, Jennifer Walters was big because that's when a lot of people learned who she was. But personally, and you're not going to find this crazy at all, the John Byrne run is my all time favorite because really? that's when she broke the fourth wall. She was the originator of the breaking of the fourth wall. It's another thing I love about her. And that was after Secret Wars, right? Uh, yes, yes. So after yes. Secret Wars, she joined, joined the Fantastic Four, and then in, like, 1985, right, she had joined, uh, the writer-artist John Byrne started, and that's when you get the Breaking the Fourth Wall, didn't take but it was, the character it was, seriously. Well, you, you still could take her seriously, but they, it was subtle. Like, at first, the breaking the fourth wall was not a major part of it. It, it just grew into kind of bizarre, na- the, the John Bryan bizarre nature became a lot later. But, like, one of her first arcs, the villain, uh, I forget the villain's name, but she, she set up all these things so she would become the villain of a comic book. So she's sitting down for dinner with, uh, with She-Hulk, and she's explaining her plan, because if she stars in a comic book, she'll never age. So as long <laughs> as she's in a comic book, she'll stay the same age but the moment she becomes you know the moment they they move on to another character she becomes obscure and then she'll start to age like everybody else but she's like uh she ripped through the page at one point yeah to get the end no 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 to yell at john Byrne, say hey the decisions that you're making are gonna get us canceled (laughs) (laughs) well they did she also killed him yeah they pushed the edge of the comics code too uh when that demi moore vanity fair cover when she was pregnant was popular and it was just her like covering her naughty bits with her arms and all they had uh, she hulk naked in the book just with blur lines and they're trying to see how far they could push the comics code at that time well there's a really famous cover of her doing uh jumping jacks or not jumping jacks uh, jumping rope yes where um where you know it, it covers we'll say the naughty bits with the rope but then also when the rope drops you realize she's wearing a swimsuit the whole time 
But that cover's become wildly famous. But, you know, it's, it's funny how the moment we talk about a, a, a character like this and all the research we did looking into it, how many times they brought up, like, who she slept with. Like, you never get that for, like, Hulk. Well, you you get, just, like, do research for, for Tony Hulk. Stark. <laughs> oh, yeah, to, that's, yeah. Tony, you get that for Tony, and you get that for Peter a lot. Peter yeah. gets a lot of that, too. Because he's a hoe. Yeah. Well, Peter. Peter's a hoe. Peter, Peter's a hoe. Peter's a hoe. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He good, pretends good. like he's not. But that's a manhoe right there. Nah, you're right. You're right. I'm not slut shaming anybody here, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So I love the fact that she killed John Byrne on their final issue. So the final issue in uh, was it uh, Sensational She Hulk fifty? She throws him over the. She like he he gives her the last page and she sees him face to face. He drew himself into the book <laughs> and she just throws him out of the window and it ends with a splat and that's his run. That's how it ends. <laughs> you know what? You gotta give credit to a, an artist writer when they they okay my run's over i'm gonna end this in a way where nobody else could do it they kill themselves in it and it's a good clean ending and you move on he will always yeah. be a part of she hulk but i remember i remember in a she hulk book where she literally rips through the page to escape a i think it was a prison maybe Anyway, she literally rips through the page, and then remember the um, the old um, comics buyer's guide. Yeah, remember they used to have those ads in there. She ran across the ad, rips it open on the on the the splash page on the second on the next side, and then comes back into the book outside of her gel cell. <laughs> it's so and I remember one where she ripped right to the end, like ripped to the end real quick, and she's done a few really cool things. Well, she even one time read the looked at the reader. <laughs> In Sensational She-Hulk 5, she, uh, she looks at the reader after being introduced to her villain, who is Dr. Bong. So Dr. <laughs> Bong is, a, is an older character uh, that actually starred in Howard the Duck. Uh, but when it became a She-Hulk villain, she looks at the, at the reader and goes, are you serious? Like Spider-Man gets Dr. Octopus, the Fantastic Four get Dr. Doom, and I get Dr. Bong? What kind of joke is this? <laughs> so um, she did at one point... Uh, I lost what I was going to say, with the Savage She-Hulk, wasn't that when she got a little bit more aggressive? Well, I know during, I mean, she's had, she's had control of her abilities for the longest time. It wasn't until like Avengers Disassembled and House of M. Where she started she, that, losing it, right? Well, it's not that she started losing it, it's that the Scarlet Witch made her... Um, made her go crazy. So when she does, I mean, that was real bad. She like, and during that time she ripped vision in half and that's one of the craziest looking panels. I'll put that in the show post. That's a, yeah. didn't see that coming, but yeah, so she rips, she rips vision in half, but she doesn't have control of her emotions during that time. So she goes like regular savage Hulk, like crazy Hulk. And that's, they did that for civil war sake too, because they didn't want her to be a part of civil war. So her not having control of her emotions led her to kind of stay out of the civil war conflict. She yeah. actually stayed a lawyer to help heroes that didn't want to give up their identity. She like in the legal system gave yeah. them a way out. And, and her run during Civil War was the most boring book. <laughs> like you tried reading, you're like, wow, this is law and order with just the law part. Well, she it's, she didn't play a bigger role in Civil War too. She kind of did, but not really. In the Civil War, 
the fakes of World War II during Secret Secret Wars. Remember where they were doing like the continuation of books? Yeah. Which, I, by the way, if you've never read, it's five issues. It kind of sullies regular Civil War a little bit, but it's a lot of fun. So the United States gets split in half, and there's Iron Man on one side, which is like this utopia, but Big Brother is so wild in that side, <laughs> like you can't go anywhere without being seen. And then you have Cap's side, which is just open land. Right. So it's 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 very much like the uh, the uh, polar opposites, like Republican and and Democratic, like, but to the extremes. Right. Um, and during that, she plays a much larger role uh, because obviously she sat out the first one. But that book is so different than regular Civil War that I don't know if it should be considered. It's definitely worth a read, though. And I don't want to give it away, but it does kind of hurt. Just know going into that book, if you do read it, it's going to hurt Civil War a bit. And she. At one point, do you know did, what I'm talking about? You're, f- I do, I do, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't like happy endings. I don't blame you because well, it wasn't a happy ending. It was an annoying ending. <laughs> um, it was a really annoying. Ending. She did lose the uh, ability to change back at will after being exposed to some radiation at one point, and then they found out recently. I guess recently is relative. It was a mental block. So, but she likes being Hulk better. Yeah, she says she feels more confident that way, so and she doesn't see a point in changing back and forth. And since um, she's not a big monster-looking person, it's not as bad as Lightning Bruce's. Well, she can get that way. So because she has better control, so you never see it much, but like as we saw in the newer Avengers runs, as she gets angrier, the bigger she gets, especially after Civil War II when, when Banner dies and she loses it and turns into her Grey Hulk form. Right. Her Grey Hulk form is, is brutal. She doesn't have control of it during that. Um, but we saw in the most re- recent Avengers run, she's a lot larger than she normally is. And that's because she, you know, the angrier she gets now, the, the, she's very Banner-esque in that regard. That, so she's arguably the strongest woman on Earth. The, I, would, I, I would say that. Because again, like she, they had her like tap out at around where thing strength is, but if she gets angrier, she gets stronger. So how could she not be the strongest so one? So you don't think Ms. I mean, Captain Marvel is stronger? I don't think so. No. We'd have to look at that. I think that would be a good fight. I think that'd be a real good fight, but I still think she, her accelerated healing factor as well as if you continue to piss her off, there is no limit to her strength, just like Banner. So she will eventually win. And we're talking physical strength because. I still say Scarlet Witch is... Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> we saw what Scarlet Witch did to her. <laughs> she just thinks and you're gone. Yeah, that's... Yeah. No, I, I'll be honest with you. So I, I put Doctor Strange up above everybody because as we saw with Hulk and Punisher when he was Sorcerer Supreme for that little bit during Magic Bullets yep. where he just like snapped his fingers and he dusted away. He's just like, nope, you're gone. And then, then Hulk disappeared. <laughs> that was that. Yeah, Doctor Strange and, and Scarlet Witch at their peak they are the ultimate nullifier because they've get, they're so tapped into that energy that whatever they will, will happen. The problem is, is they're kind of like Superman. I guess it wouldn't be a problem. Their power is not doing that at all times. Right. And they, like that's as much as I complain about it, the unique part of switching powers with other characters, like, you know, when Dr. Strange got the war machine suit or when he, when he became Sorcerer Supreme or not Dr. Strange, um, Punisher, Punisher. What, uh, during those runs, you get to see how somebody with an entirely different mindset would use those powers, which gives you a better idea of how powerful someone actually is. Right. 
You know what I mean? Like prime example when the when Peter Parker and Doc Ock switch, switch bodies and and he gave that final punch. Like when Doc Ock was Spider Man for the first time and punched Spider Man as Doc Ock and realized that Parker was holding back every single time they ever fought. I love that's one of my favorite all time uh, panels in a book. Is it to me? It was such a cool revelation of years and years and years of fighting to like, yeah, you should have lost every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If Peter wasn't a good person, you would be a big splat. Well, remember what happened to uh, Vulture? Uh, was it Vulture? Yeah, it's Vulture. When he punches his jaw off, <laughs> he gives him a punch, and then there goes his jaw, just off. Just there, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's still that. That run is one of the best Spider-Man runs of all time. I don't know if I give it all time, but I'll put it up there, man. I love that. A lot of people hate that run. I love that run. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, but let's get back into our Jade Giantess. I know you. Anything you can do to change the topic? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, uh, She's well, she also, she got probably the craziest thing for her is remember when she became like a judge for uh, the Living Tribunal? I don't. Yeah. So for a little bit, the Living Tribunal was gathering uh, judges, like the Magistry of the Living Tribunal or something like that. Uh, and she became a judge. Uh, she only, and the only reason she, be, she like left um, his side, for anybody unaware, the Living Tribunal is a comic uh, entity that is in charge of keeping balance. So as long as there's, you know, power isn't shifted too much in one way or the other, uh, the living tribunal stays out of it. But if he shows up, that usually means that something's about to teeter too much to one side and he needs to intervene to keep the, you know, the universe safe. He's that guy, this big yellow guy with the uh, three faces. Yeah. With the purple cloth over that's and all three faces need to agree in order for it to work. Anyway, she became a judge uh, and quit for Star Fox. No, not Star Fox. Was what the hell's his name? What was um uh Silver Fox? No, what's his name? Um, Thanos's brother with the golden tongue, the guy who could talk himself out of anything. Uh, Something Jesus. Fox, Star Fox, Star. F anyway, Star I hate Fox. Him. I Is really it the same I'm as the video game guy. I don't know. I can't. To be very honest with you, I can't stand this character. I, I don't know. <laughs> to me, he sullies uh, Thanos a bit. But he was an Avenger for a while. But anyway, he, he she had to pass judgment on him. It was like, nah, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite runs, and one of the few times I actually read She-Hulk was the Fearsome Four during the Fear Itself line. Did you read that? That was with uh, what Valkyrie was that that one or is no, that the Femme Fatales? <laughs> it was her, Howard the Duck, Nighthawk, and Frankenstein's monster going after Man Thing. Wow, I love the fact that Howard the Duck and She Hulk have a run together. That's um, nope, I don't know that book. <laughs> uh, and it it was good. I mean, they t it turns out that it was Psycho Man using Man Thing's uh, empathy to create a weapon, but it was a cool run. It was a bunch of characters that nobody really cares about, and kind of threw them together in a run. And I like when a character like She-Hulk or somebody is used in a way like, hey, we know we don't have the biggest fan base. Let's do something that nobody else can then. I mean, what other group could you put together with Howard the Duck and Frankenstein? Well, she's been on like every team. Yes. She's kind of like a Wolverine in that regard where she's just been, she's all over the place. Future I Foundation. Mean, she, Future Foundation, Fantastic Four, Femme Fatales, uh, what, the, the A-Force? A um, she was, uh, one of the, she's an agent of shield. Yep. Um, and I'm missing, I know I'm missing defenders a heroes for hire. Um, Hulk busters, the initiative, the lady liberators, the mighty Avengers and the seven brides of set. 
I mean, she's, I mean, that's because she's one of those characters that although may not always be able to hold her own book, she's popular enough that they're going to just put her everywhere they can. And the ancient order of the shield. So She-Hulk, let's, let's, let's go back to something you said in the beginning of the issue for a second, where you said, uh, green Jessica Jones. Yes. Because although you're wrong, you're also right. Because that's absolutely what the Disney Plus plans on treating her as. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the, like, I still think that the reason they picked these three characters was to get you a Daredevil, right? So your Moon Knight is your Daredevil, your Jessica Jones is your She-Hulk. And then I'm going to say, Luke I'm going to say, is Marvel. I, I don't want to say Miss Marvel's Luke Cage, but you're probably right. And then a lesser known character being um, uh, America Chavez, Miss America, she'll be the Iron Fist. Yep, I, that's what that's the way I see it. I think that they are trying to replicate the formula for Netflix on Disney Plus by using these uh, more happier characters. Minus Moon Knight. I was gonna say Moon Knight. I've minus never... Moon Knight, because Moon Knight you can't. You I mean if you want your Daredevil, if you want especially that Daredevil, you need a darker character, but uh, brighter tones for everybody else that fit into the MCU a little easier. Yeah, and it's been worked out if they can get Moon Knight by twenty twenty one end of that 2022 in the second season they'll be allowed to introduce daredevil mm. what through moon Knight? yep well that would be awesome so by the time that's up the pause and like the rights hold is done so you're looking at they're just announcing it so if they do moon Knight and they do all these shows by the time they get through to the second season you can then bring daredevil into that universe and then by the third seasons give him a show Speaking, I, I know this is not the news show, and I know we're teetering on news here, but I just have to say it. We'll go into more detail, I'm sure, on Monday about this, if, if any of this range true. But speaking of not being able to do characters because not having the rights correctly, that Hulk news? Yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. So I'll just say it real quick as a teaser for, for Wednesday's show, but if it, there's a possibility of having a Hulk versus Wolverine movie, specifically because they don't have the rights to do a Hulk movie, so they're like, all right, well, let's just throw a Wolverine in it <laughs> just to make sure we can do it, is one of the coolest ideas. All right, let's go back. I'm sorry. I just geeked out now for a second. Back to your regularly programmed. Uh, but let's, let's, let's keep talking about um, Disney Plus for a moment here. Um, the rumor of Red Hulk making an appearance, I wonder if that also means She-Hulk makes an appearance. And since... Wait, um, it's She-Hulk show, of course she's going to make an appearance. No, excuse me, Red She-Hulk. Oh, Red She-Hulk? So for anybody unaware, um, oh, uh, Betty, 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 what's Betty's last name? Oh, this is killing me. Betty Banner? Well, well it's not really Betty Banner. <laughs> Uh, Betty, Betty Ross. Hulk's love interest. But Betty Ross, thank you. Um, Is it wrong she I had to think of Thunderbolt Ross and know that she was the daughter and then I got her last name? No. I mean, as long as we get there, that's the All important right. part. <laughs> so yeah, she becomes the Red Hulk, uh, uh, the She-Red Hulk or Red She-Hulk um, or Red Shulky. Well, right. no, it would be She-Rulk. She-Rulk. Rulk? Because they call well, Red Hulk Rulk. Well, so. you also have She-Hulk's been called Shulky. So Red Shulky? Shulky. Rishulky. Rishulky. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, that would be kind of cool to see Betty show up. Who played Betty in the uh, Edward Norton one? It was Vision's wife, Jennifer Connelly. And since Jennifer Connelly voiced... Um, Edith. Oh, no, not uh, Edith. No, no, Spider-Man suit. She, voiced, she was the voice inside yeah. of Spider-Man suit, but since they can't, she doesn't have a job anymore, I wonder if you can get her to come back as Red She-Hulk. That would be good. 
Wouldn't that be cool to tie it back into the first one? And she's not doing much. <laughs> hey. I love her. Don't get me wrong, but what was the last time you've seen her in anything? I like saw seen her, her in Labyrinth I, last night. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that'll give you the warm and fuzzies. But, um, <laughs> but right. yeah, that would be kind of cool to get her to come back Do in there. Do we want mean? to talk about Old Man Logan? What makes it worse for Old Man Logan is that's not the first time either. <laughs> like, that's, that's the creepiest part. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable saying it. You want to say it? She was Hulk's baby mama. <laughs> Which is really creepy because, you know, we said they're cousins. <laughs> so, yeah, in Old Man Logan, they, they, they hint at it wildly <laughs> that all of the, uh, all those kids, the Hulklings, all come from She-Hulk because she's the only one who can give birth to a Hulk baby. Um, but what's grosser than that is in continuity, Hulk goes into some kind of weird rage, right? And then like pins her down more aggressive than he normally is. And I believe it was visions like, no, that's part of like a Hulk mating ritual where, where he saw her as the only other one of his species, quote unquote. (laughs) And she had to, she had to tell Hulk that because they're family members that they could never be an item. That's just a weird couple of comic pages to write. Like if you're, (laughs) if you were tasked as the writer, wouldn't, or even the artist who had to draw the page, wouldn't you call up your friend? Like, Hey, do, can we, can we work on this before can, can, I draw this? Yeah, I got some questions. Uh, can my name not be a part of this whole thing? But the Hulk gang was cool. So it got you something interesting. It's like the hills have eyes. If you don't have the weird, creepy, <laughs> you know. It is. It is the Hulk's, the Hulk have eyes. If you, don't have, if you don't have that in the beginning, then the whole movie is not good. So. Yeah, it was creepy. I mean, the Hulk in that was wildly creepy to begin with. Like, remember, he wasn't like normal Hulk either. No. He was all like rolly. Yeah. Like, he was like if the Hulk let himself go. <laughs> he was fat Thor Hulk. Yeah, but like extra gross. Like, yeah. Really gross. And then she, uh, she Hulk was a wrestler in Spider Gwen's uh, continuity. <laughs> oh, was she really? Yeah, I didn't she know was that. a famous wrestler who used to challenge audience members and she came to uh spider gwen's and challenged somebody to a wrestling match and crusher hogan uh was sim- like a similar storyline and then she offered to donate money but that's how spider gwen and she hulk kind of got together hmm that's pretty cool she hulk lets mary jane watson defeat her so she could donate to the charity so it was all happy. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon version of. Oh, everything. so you you absolutely didn't read that. No, <laughs> you probably got a page into that one. Nope, this isn't my book. Yep. There's so. too, too many people smiling. But she Hulk's <laughs> appeared in movies, video games, TV shows, multiple comics, cartoons, a lot of cartoons. What was the, the movie that she was in? I can't remember. She was in a mo- like a movie movie, a movie. <sighs> It never, I don't think it ever came out. <laughs> okay. To find out. It's kind of like that uh, Fantastic Four movie. Oh, wow. Really? So they made, they made a, like a knockoff. And there she was Hulk just because they had famous to? that played her. Bridget Nelson. Solaris X. Brid- uh, she was like the bodybuilder. She was in uh, Red Sonia, Rocky Four. But she played She-Hulk in a movie that I don't think was ever released. So, who knows? Maybe we'll see She-Hulk in the next wave of MCU movies. You probably, I, I, it's hard to believe that these characters are going to be held down to, movie, uh, to TV shows. Because there's no Pearl Mother? Th- 
Well, they've just made right. Well, I mean, there is, but they've there's been such a push for the the continuity between shows and movies to be there, and they've already said, like Figgy has already flat out said, like the next Avengers is going to be there's going to be people on that team you haven't met yet. I'm it'd be hard pressed to think that they didn't come from some of these TV shows. So I could get Moon Knight as an Avenger. You might get Moon Knight in a movie, absolutely. Maybe not as a maybe not as an Avenger, but maybe as a villain or a a sidekick or something to somebody in a movie. He is never a sidekick. He won't have top billing. It won't be Moon Knight on the uh, you know in lights. (laughs) That's fine, but he is no sidekick. Like if he showed up in the Blade movie, for example, it'll still just be Blade. That's fine. I don't need his name to be up there, but he's no sidekick. Okay. Well, you mean sure? (laughs) He could kill Blade if he wanted. Okay. You know what? I'm done with this. Do that thing. All right. <laughs> anyway, so when Blade beats Moon Knight, we'll, uh, we'll all laugh at Mauer. But uh, you can find the show, Welcome to Fireside, everywhere online at welcometofireside.com. Uh, yeah, brand, brand new site's been re- refreshed by uh, Mr. Mauer and Mr. Moshko themselves. So uh, check it out. Give them some kudos for that because it looks great. Twing Around uh, well, just hit its thousandth follower on Instagram today. So Hey! hey a thousand people like toys. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so yeah, check us out on all the other social medias. Speaking of Instagram, at Welcome to Fireside or Fireside Crew. If you like the show, um, please comment, like, rate, share. All that stuff goes a long way. Once again, I'm Menti. Uh, Mr. Mauer, don't forget to check us out on bpumenti.com. And the OG Podcast Network. That's the OG Podcast Network.com or the app. BPU Menti. Deuces. <laughs> Excelsior. Yo. Day bout, bout. <laughs>